Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Welcome back to Steve and Destroy. Start a little early. <laughs> we can start now. You didn't let me count you in. Welcome back to Steve and Destroy, the podcast where we're watching every Stephen Brill movie backwards um, in his filmography, not from like the film backwards. Um, sorry, it's only our second episode, so we're, we're still working out the kinks. I'm James. I'm Dylan. And um, we're your kinky hosts. Uh Again, watching every Stephen Brill movie, and of course on episode two, we're watching Sandy Wexler. Yes, we are. Uh, the uh, the second, well, again, this is a reverse chronology, so I was going to say it's the second Netflix movie they did, but that's not true. I guess it's the second from last from when we're recording this. Off to a great start. Yeah. Uh, from 2017. Everybody is on board. Everybody knows about our show. They love the show. They love it. You know, and, and, and again, because it's our second episode, thank you for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the first one got a little weird. We yeah. talked about a Steven Seagal movie yeah. for a little bit. Can't believe we did that. But we're back on track now. Mm-hmm. Sandy Wexler. Yep. Um, no Seagal talk. The, the one thing we <laughs> can promise on this show. No Steven Seagal talk. Um, I yeah. am getting a news alert. Uh, we're receiving a live email. Yeah. Uh, Who's the source? The source is our email address, Stephen Seagal Podcast at gmail dot com. Oh. Uh, it, we're getting an email in from a fan, and uh, the email says, um, "Guys, what are you doing? I thought you were going to talk about the Onion movie." That's I assume how our fans sound. That's how I sound. Uh, it's objectively not true. This is an audio medium. Um, yeah. All right. I think it's time we got to come clean. We're gonna have to tell them. I think it's time we uh, we uh, <sighs> lift the charade. The old charade. We gotta tell you. <laughs> Look, guys. The onion. The onion movie is real, real bad. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't. A podcast where we watch every Stephen Brill movie in reverse. It's a different chronology. Stephen. We're watching every Steven Seagal movie, so you don't have to. This week, we are watching. Have watched. Have watched. The Onion movie. Um, released in 2008. Dylan, mm. what year do you think The Onion movie was filmed? 2006. Wrong. What year? 2003. Um, hmm. Direct-to-DVD... Direct the Wikipedia page says it was directed by James Kleiner, um, which takes you to the name Tom Kuntz. So I think it's a fake name. Basically, nobody wants to be associated with having directed this. And I got to be honest, at least from my experience, don't want to be associated with having watched it. Yeah. Um, there is absolutely episodes of this show in the past i i could not tell you what they were but i know for a fact i have referenced this movie as a potential like uh highlight as a break Mm -hmm. i know i have yep 
and I didn't expect much from it. I don't think I ever thought it would be good. Sure. But I thought it would be a break. I thought it would be like a, a little treat. At least there's no Seagal here, you know? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I think I said that <clears throat> ticker, probably Flight of Fury. Yep. Easily worse than either of those. Well, I don't know about Flight of Fury. But like this movie's bad. This movie is yeah, this is a tragedy. Um Yeah. I, I like I Cause for a while I thought it was just gonna be boring. Yeah, I just yeah, like unfunny. Yeah. I mean it was a direct to D V D sketch movie mm-hmm. um basically it, it's like a classic like uh like a kentucky fried movie setup or a movie 43 sure or um centered around like the the artifice of it's a news network so you're seeing like news stories broken up with like commercials some just skits they don't even really <laughs> stick to like that wraparound format sometimes yeah um but it is awful and uh genuinely offensive i guess yeah and it's like um there is nothing there's just nothing to it other than just being racist or homophobic yeah there's no like underlying and again i probably still wouldn't like it but at least i would be able to rationalize it in my mind and be like well it was 2008 there was a lot of weird shit 2003 2003 even you could get away with even weirder shit in 2003 and maybe i would just look at it as like a relic of another time but i can't put together any time where this was gonna be okay the, the the jokes feel like they're um some of the like there's a sketch where the joke is basically like what if they were gay people mm-hmm. what if gay people existed yeah and that's like already like hackneyed and, and not funny right but, but that's like a joke that you'll see a lot you know mm-hmm. yeah but then this movie puts it even further and it's like what if there were black people yeah <laughs> wouldn't it be funny wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if there was like anybody that wasn't a straight white man yeah and i am I, I definitely, like, don't think of myself as somebody who, like, um, is immediately going to write something off because it is a tasteless joke or not for me. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, if your joke's fucking racist, I'm not going to be like, well, it wasn't for me. <laughs> right. But I'm sure the audience will love it. But, like, I don't know. I'm watch- I am I would probably watch some classic South Park still, and maybe I would be sure. like, oof, this doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. But the experience I really genuinely think would be radically different from the Onion movie. Yes, I, I absolutely believe that. Um, and that's because the, ske- the, sketch- the sketches and the skits are so short, and they're just like these compact little things. It's like all you kind of get is like this like shock, like racist joke, it- and then like no payoff. There's There's no like... And it's so nothing. yeah, it's so weird too because the first like fifteen minutes are fine. I mean, not they're pretty like, normal. Good. Yeah. There's a good joke. I think there are two good jokes in this movie. Mm-hmm. I um, did write some down, um, and I do want to kind of walk through <laughs> the process we had of watching this movie, right? Um, but I eventually just kind of stopped taking notes entirely. But there's a joke earlier on when it's they're doing like the fake newscast and the guy, the anchor. Um, has the line, an eight-year-old accidentally exercised his Second Amendment rights yesterday. Which is, is like, uh, to, like offensive right. to a degree, but I mean, it's like kind of got at least like a satirical point to it. Yeah. And 
it's kind of funny. And then they like hammered into the ground, but like you get like that. And then the rest of it's just not very funny. Um, Steven, his bit is one of the least <laughs> offensive parts of this entire movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Steven is, Steven is actually exactly what I thought this movie would be. Yeah. What Steven is. And because of that, Steven's actually like, <laughs> again, it's all, relative around here of but course. i'm just gonna come out and say it steven's the best part of the onion movie besides maybe one um, or two other sketches yeah i mean he's it's it's interesting it's yeah. a spoof i mean it's of course what he's going to be in a sketch comedy movie doing mm-hmm. uh it's a spoof of a steven seagal movie it's a trailer for it yeah it's called cock puncher and the joke is that he only hits people in the junk yep um that's it that's the whole bit and the movie's like that for a while and then at some point it just like it it hits this very weird like rhythm where there's as soon as there's a a sketch that's racist Mm -hmm. and it's i I think it's like (laughs) we have already kind of covered that um we really are gonna have a hard time talking about this movie yeah yeah um because even like addressing the concepts of these bits is something that we are going to stutter over and stumble (laughs) over it's gonna take us like Two minutes of hand wringing before we can we're gonna like do our best. These we're sketches. Gonna, we're gonna do our best. But it's like a uh, like a suicide bomber instruction video. Yeah, like uh, like the training video of Wendy's, where they're rapping about how to pour soda. Yeah. Um, but it's it's suicide bombers. Uh, ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as you get that, you like hit that. It's just like. It's like go on a roller coaster. The first like fifteen minutes, you're going up, mm-hmm. and then you hit that sketch, and you're go- you turn the corner, you're going down, and it's just all like every joke. It's either about a minority or uh, sexual assault, right? Yep. Uh, and you're just, ugh, I fucking it's unwatchable, and um, yeah, it's pretty rough. And 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 again, it's like you mentioned with like south park or something like that it's like well, you can again it might be kind of a relic of its time or something but yeah it's, it's not like, all gonna yeah. hold up for sure <laughs> yeah and like they're gonna certainly say some things that they wouldn't probably be allowed to say anymore for good reason yeah but with the well, onion movie there's just nothing like yeah it feels and, like that's underlying it it's just like it's a shock for the sake of it yeah and like like that um the eight-year-old accidentally exercised his second amendment rights bit like that is kind of more what I was talking about, you know, mm-hmm. like, like that is a, again, like an objectively kind of like edgy joke. Yeah. But again, it has that satirical like point. Like it's like, yeah, there's a reason behind it. Um, let's, let's get into, I don't know. We <laughs> really struggled with the onion movie. I think the onion movie threw us for a loop more than anything has uh, like objectively, like there's no question. Right. Has there yeah, been no, no, I mean, not, nothing has been like as derailed as the process of watching the onion yeah. movie. Um, because, and again, it, it's like if Steven were l- all throughout this movie, if Steven yeah. were littered throughout this movie, <laughs> he were the newscaster. If he were the newscaster, I think we would have grinned and bared it a little easier. Um, not that would have, yeah, we wouldn't have stopped. Because there was a point where we were yeah. very close to just not finishing. We the no, we completely broke Stephen Destroy regulations. Yeah, um, and we're talking about the movie pretty explicitly, talking about like what we were gonna do about this. <laughs> yeah, because I really just don't want to come out here and just walk through and be like, well, and, and then there's this sketch, and in this sketch they're saying this slur, and then the very <laughs> next sketch it's another slur, it's a different slur. Um, I, yeah, and it's just like. 
this is part of why we don't talk about the real things that Stephen has has done is we're just not the right people. <laughs> like we are not we don't feel like we can give you anything on this show that is us talking about the terrible things that are said in yeah. the movie that's going to be fun for us or for anyone potentially listening to it. Yeah, and and it's like if we because we also can't really do anything insightful enough either. Yeah, we're like, not very as, smart people. Well, <laughs> Well, also just as like straight white dudes. Well, yeah, no, this is not like this is not our forum. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really like the last person that has any business going into the Onion movie and like tearing it apart. Yeah. Particularly because like on the surface, I'm like the target audience, <laughs> like the only person that it seems to to like. Um, but it is like abysmal and abhorrent. And Flight of Fury got really close because of the behind-the-scenes stuff and then that behind-the-scenes stuff being, like, almost evident on screen. Yep. And I think that this and Flight of Fury are the first ones that are genuinely, like, abhorrent. Like, just, like, their existence is, like, fucked up. Like, it's fucked up Steven Seagal is still able to make movies in the year fucking 20... Well, (laughs) in the year 2008, where we are right now at his filmography. Yeah. Um, but like, th- like there is a kind of an element to a belly of the beast or it's like, we know that it's not for us. And like, that it's not like necessarily we, we don't think anyone should watch it, but it's not necessarily like destroy this movie. It shouldn't be available like for rent. <laughs> it should just be fucking hidden. Yeah. Um, and like if the, Oh man, what is this dude's name? Tom Kuntz. Although he used a pseudonym, so I don't think he would. But if somebody involved in it, you know, wants to pass around the tapes, sure, whatever. But like it, it is vile. <laughs> I fucking hated this movie yeah. on like every level. Yeah, there's really, there's nothing to like bring the Onion movie back. Like there's, there's no, there's no payoff. The final jokes of the movie suck. Oh, no, the no, whole, the whole everything. There's nothing. there's nothing in this movie. Yeah, the Onion movie just fucking blows, man. It and really. It, uh, it, it and does. again, it does. It blows on every level. The jokes are um, exceedingly offensive without any reason for it. There is, there's nothing. It's just yeah. like these jokes fucking are just here to make anybody that's not white uh, and and male uh, uh, uncomfortable. Um, or worse and (laughs) and um and uh yeah and in that sense it does feel like the perfect movie uh for steven seagal uh his his like one foray into comedy yeah it's like my giant yeah it's just like of course it had to be this this fucking thing uh one thing i will say about steven in this movie um is that he did just kind of show up to work it seems like he did just show up and like read the lines they told him to and went home which is standard but well, I, I mean, like, it doesn't seem like he tried to take over the oh the I production. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's well, like it's one of the first times we've seen Steven just kind of show up, do his job, and leave. Yeah, I. It, it is interesting to me because I mean, it's not like overtly. It's not really making fun of him at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like making fun of the types of movies he's in. So in like a roundabout way, it is. And Steven, I guess we have learned, is not above. Yeah. poking fun at himself mm-hmm. i mean he like isn't really good at it no but he's just not good at most things on screen it's just, well yeah that's yeah, true it and just I mean, kind of is what it is <laughs> i mean on snl he never really like went for anything like real you know about no. himself but also that was out for justice era 
So yeah, it's like the peak uh, uh, of his. It career. really is. Yeah, yeah. It's right before Under Siege. Yeah. Um. He, so it, it, he's kind of at a different place. There's a little less to make fun of, mm-hmm. you know. Um. But Which, again, even in my him... giant, he's yeah, he's definitely more like poking fun at himself. He's letting letting himself be the butt of the joke somewhat. Yeah. Um. And that's what makes this movie like uh kind of hard to to sentence in the sense of like typically we sentence steven um as much <laughs> as the movie so like steven really doesn't deserve a bad no, sentence for the onion movie i really don't agree with you there everybody involved with the onion movie deserves <laughs> a bad sentence it was produced yeah by david zucker uh from airplane naked gun kentucky fried movie really oh yeah yeah well he's not great um oh okay because I, I mean i just i don't know i just uh well, those I just hold airplanes, so I haven't even really seen the Naked Gun movies, but I, airplanes just one of my favorite things. Or I haven't seen it in a long time, but when I was a, a young lad, no, I mean it's great. I fucking um, love airplane. Yeah, I'm a huge Naked Gun fan, um, more than airplane. Yeah, um, Kentucky Fried movies, fine. It definitely doesn't hold up as well, but everyone. Um, I mean, he he is like a um, definitely a conservative. Oh, and oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh. he he made. Oh, um... after seeing the Onion movie, I never would have. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I see doing a goof. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic gag. A goof. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's it's rough. He made this movie, um, an American Carol, that's about like a Michael Moore figure. Um, Coming to Jesus, is basically. It, yeah. Is it like uh, three, God's like, Not Dead? Kind, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's um, like it teaches him to love America, though. Mm-hmm. Um, of course let's I, I watched it because it came out um in 2008 coincidentally and i was young and foolish it just liked again like airplane and shit like that and it had leslie nielsen in it for a little bit and i loved leslie nielsen i would watch anything he's in like yeah. most fucking like, oh, middle us. schoolers do yeah um but it fucking sucked yeah it has kelsey Grammer, john, john voight of course mm. um i was gonna say these are like real people yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like a real movie. Um, Kevin Farley played the played Michael Malone. Oh, I wonder who that's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, that, no. Um, <laughs> Trace Adkins. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you three names. Okay. And you have to tell me which one of these people did not actually appear in this film, An American Carol. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you three names. Bill O'Reilly. Kevin Sorbo, Trace Adkins. Which one? Uh, Bill O'Reilly was not in the movie. Uh, They were all three in the film. Oh, I should have known better. (laughs) As I sat here and read. Well, I thought maybe you were reading two and you're like, I'll just give him a, uh, I'll just give him one, you know? Just toss him one. You could just just think of one conservative, you know? I I, I couldn't. Pick a conservative, any conservative. (laughs) Um, It was... Strongly promoted by Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, and Mark Levin. Big four right there. Big four, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, anyway. um, I mean, it sucks. It sucks shit. We really consider just not finishing it, skipping through to watch all of Steven. I think made the right decision to not follow through with that. This is what we do. Yeah. I... um, even though, again, it not being like a kind of standard, it's not really a Steven Seagal movie. And so I get that we kind of felt like we could. It's a movie we rules. could have just not even included. Like easily. If we were just like, yeah, let's God, just easily. do. So easily. Like if we were just like, let's just do all the movies we start in. We never yeah. would have had this or My Giant. Yeah. If we were like, cameos don't or even count. Machete. 
machete we could easily we could easily make an argument for machete, machete to include machete. but not this um yeah just for her it's like even for us just like cultural importance of like this well, he's like i mean he's he, been in a theater yeah well also just like he plays a character in machete it's yeah. not like uh, just showing up yeah, it's, he's, he's not named steven seagal in it yeah well yeah. um um and that's when um sandy wexler came about which we were already talking about how we needed something to to fill air because because we couldn't just make a short episode of the show, guys. Yeah, we couldn't just not be here for 90 minutes. Yeah, we couldn't just tune in and be like, yeah, there's no Steven in this movie, and it's absolutely abysmal, so bye, guys. Yeah. We, we needed to really... Um, Fill the dead air, because we consider there to be dead air that needs to be filled. Yeah, well, there's yeah there's not enough content out there. And also, Marcelo pays us strictly 90 minutes. Yep. And so if we didn't hit that 90 minute mark, he'd take it out of our paycheck. He finds us. He finds us. Every minute under $90. $100. $100, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So that's why we really got it. We got to hit it. We got to fill our content quotas. Um, And he doesn't even pay us $100 a minute. He doesn't even pay us. Yeah, he definitely doesn't. I say he take it out. He takes it out of our pay. I mean, like my, my pay for my real job. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, from your other pay. My actual job defers Marcelo. <laughs> yeah, it's written in the contract. Money. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how he did that, but yeah. Talk Film Society has the good lawyers. Yeah. yeah. But we were we decided to watch Sandy Wexler, which actually, aside from from one, we set this precedent when we talked about Hubie Halloween from Stephen Brill. Um, he has the name Steven. He does. An absolute gift from God right there. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but with Stanley Wexler, even more importantly, director of film to- filmography. <laughs> God. <laughs> director of filmography. We belong on the Talk Film Society podcast network. Um, photography. Dean Simler. You remember Mr. Simler, right, Dylan? Um, probably. Uh, he directed The Patriot. Oh, I love The Patriot. In hindsight, I i mean, you know. You could do a lot worse than The Patriot. You could do a lot worse than The Patriot. It could be The Onion movie. It could be The Onion movie. Oh, my God. The I tell Onion you that um, The Onion movie, I didn't know it was like The Onion. Like, you know, it's The Onion, you know. The, the, the Onion. The news source. Yeah. You know, the, the satirical news source. Mm-hmm. I thought that this was going to be like Sausage Party, where Steven Seagal was going to be voicing like a character in a movie about onions. No, you didn't. I most certainly did. No, you didn't. I most certainly You're did. You're coming on the I show I thought that this was going to be me. like Sausage Party or something. I genuinely, I do not lie on Steven Destroy. That is what I thought was happening. I I am on the record. I do I do not believe you. You can believe, I you can believe whatever you believe want, you. but the people at home, I'm telling the truth. I thought that this was going to be an animated movie he, where Steven was no. a voice actor. No, you fucking don't. I did. I did. No, no. Why would I be lying? Why would I take I, time out of I, the show to lie about Okay, well, we don't, we've this? already established why you would, and I appreciate it. What would be the reason be? To fill time. We have so much shit to do. I'm, like, worried about how much time we're going to take up right now. We got a whole Sandy Wexler to talk about. I don't believe about. you for a second. We have a whole Sandy Wexler to talk about. I don't. I, I thought like we, ah, we, I don't really want to do this anecdote because we have so much Sandy Wexler to do and we have our, all of our regular bits. But you know what? I'll do it. I'll mention it. And here I am. I don't believe this for a moment. My my cries have been met with Dylan. I'm deaf just gonna say it. Shut up. James just can't handle it. Shut up. He just can't handle Shut it. Shut up. Let me do Some my podcast. Some of us believe, and you don't. I, I, I honestly, like, I'm not joking around here. I do not believe you. Why would I say this? 
And why would I keep going for this long? Well, if because I, now it would be really fucked up if you were just like, no, you're right, I made it up. No, it wouldn't. It would be fucked because up Because we're taking up so much up. time on this. Well, then just admit it. No. Okay. There's nothing then to admit. Still, there's no way that you were like, ah, of course, the Onion movie, which I think on this show we've already, like, I've explained No, this was a long is. time ago. It wasn't this week. It was just when you mentioned that there was something called The Onion movie, like, months ago. I was like, oh, it was probably a movie about, like, animated oh. characters. Oh, Okay. Yeah. It's like months ago. I'm your your story is starting to change, so I'm a little I'm My still suspicious. Changing. No. Yeah. You just immediately jumped on you're but, lying, you're lying, you're lying. You didn't try to get any details. I will I, I will admit this sounds more plausible. Mm-hmm. It might even sound familiar because I feel like I've mentioned it before. Not on, on air, but I think off air I've mentioned it before. I I think we've had conversations where you were like the onion movie, what even is that? Like on the show, and then mm-hmm. I was like it's a, it's a sketch movie based on the onion. Um, that was probably the first time I had put it together. I thought I had, one one anecdote is that I thought I had seen this movie. Oh yeah, like really, really believed I had seen this movie because, like I said, David Zucker uh, in the year fucking two thousand eight, I was watching that American Carol movie. This movie came out two thousand eight. I'm so sure that I would watch this movie. Um, one, none of this seemed familiar. Um. Two, I really believed in my heart, would have sworn on a Bible, Chevy Chase was in this movie and, like, played a larger role. Yeah. I really thought he, like, was, like, a main character. And I, I here's the thing is I somewhat knew that wraparound story, that it was, like, a news network. Now, mm, there was a show on Comedy Central called, like, The Onion News Network. Yeah. Or The Onion Sports Network or something. I don't know. But there was, like, a Comedy Central show about The Onion. And maybe I've mixed that up with something else with Chevy Chase. Because I, I thought it was like a, a movie where he, where it's like a news network and he's like a behind the scenes guy. I don't know. And that's true. But that's true. <laughs> I said it's true. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is true. Uh-huh. Were you not paying attention? You spaced out yeah. of our show? You were just going. I was like, I'm just going to let him go. All right. <laughs> That's how the you were just like, well, and there was a show on Comedy Central and the Chevy Chase. I was like, yeah. Chevy Chase. Have I ever watched anything with him on Comedy Central before? Did they ever show those National Lampoon movies on there? Oh, wow. All the time. Yeah. And Community was on there. Do they put on Comedy Central? Yeah, absolutely. Syndicated or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, they showed, they showed Chevy. Are you fucking, once again, you've well, come on this no, show and lied to me. No, no. Again, you're not listening. I was, I was, I was charting, I was charting my train of thought. I hadn't even answered the question. Oh, okay. Have I seen I will, Chevy I will, I'll, ex- I'll accept that. Yeah. No, they definitely, let's, let's sit. You know what? Listeners at home, I just hope you understand. You know, that, I'm doing my best. I'm, I'm this even what, worse what, to this him is, off the air. This is what it's, this is what it's like around here. This right. is what the Onion movie does. This is what the Onion movie does. Let's sit around and think of every Chevy Chase movie that they probably showed on Comedy Central. All right. Lampoon Christmas and Vacation. Vegas Vacation. Vegas Vacation. I haven't seen Vegas Vacation. Well, I'm sure they played it. Okay. Now it's your turn. Uh, Caddyshack. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> God, oh, James no. Barrett is fucking canceled. Oh my God. You're, you're done, dude. I have no idea. I think I, <laughs> I think I mixed up Jimmy Chase and Bill Murray. 
Yeah. Wow. Because of Caddyshack. Yeah, because of Caddyshack. Wow. Devastating. The Chevy Chase heads are going to be coming out. Not even just the Chevy Chase heads. The Bill Murray heads. The Murray heads. The Buster heads. The Bust heads. And the the Caddyshack heads. The Caddyshack heads. Everybody. Everybody's coming for that one. God. At least we caught it. I we mean, did. it was yeah. a big one, so it's like a good thing we caught it. I was like, "Is Chevy? T- was there like a scene I a- forgot imagine about?" Imagine if I had just fucking ran with that. We just left it <laughs> in, just, and like just nobody let it happen, and nobody listens to this show until somehow you know we put out this one. Yep, and uh, I we just get inundated with tweets and emails and people fucking furious. Chevy chases it, Ghostbusters. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, who let you in be? like seven months? It, yeah, like seven months. We're done with the show. We've forgotten about it entirely. Um, I'm not promoting it anywhere. Yeah. And I get a, an email. Um, no, we wouldn't even get the emails. We wouldn't check. Yeah, we wouldn't check the emails. We'd never know. Yeah. No way to know. So it doesn't matter. All right. Good good way to end that little diatribe. I'd be like, yeah. I guess it wouldn't even matter. Because the good news is I wouldn't have made it past Caddyshack. I don't think I had another one in me. Really? I haven't seen that many Chevy Chase Evidently, games. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, funny Farm. I take it funny farm. It. I take it for funny farm. The um, inevitable community movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look into the future. Yeah. Um, he's not going to be in that movie. He would movie. never be in that He's not going to be in that movie. He will not be in that movie. Um, Vacation with Ed Helms. Is he in that? Yeah, he's in it for a little bit. Because it's like Ed Helms is his kid mm-hmm. from the other ones. You see that movie, Vacation oh, with Ed Helms? Who's, um, who's in that? Ed Helms Ed is Helms. in that. And Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Um, uh, Christina Applegate is in it. Love her. There was a the, there's a Chevy Chase commercial. Chevy Chase right now. Yeah, for the bank. Or he uh, probably for the bank. But he's you know he's doing the the Christmas vacation thing. Don't know what you're talking about. He's trying to do the lights. It's the same cast and everything. It's funny. Now, once again, you've come on the show and lied to me. Um, let's 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 talk wax. Wexler, yeah, let's get, let's get into the wax. Let's get, let's get into, into the, the wax. Let's, let's do our let's show. Get down and dirty. Let's, let's get talk down and dirty. Um, let's, let's wax. Let's wax poetic and talk Sandy Wexler next on Stephen Destroy. Sandy Wexler! I, this is my favorite broad comedy Adam Sandler movie. Really? Yes. Wow. (laughs) And I have said on, uh, our Hubie Halloween episode, I'm not super familiar with that type of Sandler. Right. So it's not saying a lot. Right. But again, like broad comedy. So like the punch drunk loves the funny people's the uncut gems out the window. Yep. If I'm just like tuning in to laugh, I'm going Sandy Wexler. Going Sandy Wexler. I think, um, a lot of, uh, a lot of my knowledge of the Sandler stuff is years old now. I can't remember most of it, um, in detail. So, like, my heart says, like, I'd probably still like The Wedding Singer or something more. Never saw it, so. Yeah. Um, but Sandy Wexler's all right. 
I really liked Sandy Wexler. All right. <laughs> I didn't dislike Sandy Wexler at all. I'm like, I'm like in the middle on Sandy Wexler. Um, no, I did. Now let's, let's put this in perspective. Right. You, we took a break. We um, keep taking breaks. Yeah, well, but there's extenuating circumstances. I absolutely a hundred percent blame the Onion movie for this. I don't even like. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Um, but we we like took a break between when we determined what we were going to do about the Onion movie and then like actually doing it, recording this episode. So, I watched most of the Onion movie and then immediately, immediately Sandy Wexler. Mm. So I think that definitely plays into it and about like why I liked Sandy Wexler mm-hmm. as much as I did yeah. coming off the heels of the Onion movie. Whereas you had a break between a lot of the Onion movie and Sandy, Sandy Wexler. Wexler. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I really yeah, liked Sandy it. Sandy Wexler's good. Fun. Um, it's, good. it's fine movie. It's pretty James Barretted. Um, yes. It, <laughs> yes, it is. Well, but like I mean, uh, it, he he plays a, an agent. Um, he's trying to be a real big shot Hollywood agent. It's a '90s period piece. Yeah, um, period piece. And uh, that's really like it. One one thing that um, so the the like format of it is it's told in these like wraparound talking heads of all these famous people at some event, mm-hmm. all talking to the camera about Sandy Wexler. Um, it's like the talking heads are current day. And then the movie is again, like a nineties flashback. Um, first lines of the movie delivered by Lauren Michaels, right? An interesting choice and, and very James Barretted. Yeah. I think it, it really is like, um, because like that's, that would be a big deal. You know, if you, if, if this character was a big deal to Lauren Michaels who like, made so many fucking people's careers mm-hmm. that would really highlight like that like ultimately that's a bigger um endorsement or whatever than a lot of these other bigger names that are in the movie and come later would be mm-hmm. um i don't know really specifically who <laughs> who i would pick but i mean you got like a lot of fucking people and opening with lauren michaels was is a very i think powerful choice mm-hmm. um do you want to just you want to run through some of these some of these big shots that they got in there talking about Sandy Wex throughout the film? I um don't remember a single one. Yeah, not one. I was pretty happy that uh oh well, sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I I was unhappy mm-hmm. oh. to see Conan O'Brien in the film. Yes. And I was very happy to see Jay Leno in the movie. Yeah. I was happy to see Leno in there. Conan mm-hmm. Mortal Enemies, of course. Yeah. So we are of course big Leno heads right I was here. I was very upset. Big, big Leno, big Letterman heads. Yep. Um, Kimmel's in there. We're neutral. Yeah. We're neutral on Kimmel. We're neutral on Kimmel. Uh, we are the only, some of the only people. We think Leno and Letterman are both the winners of late night. Um, <laughs> yeah. I saw the film and the whole time I was just happy for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know what? Me too, man. Yeah. Um, I was happy to see. I mean, the whole fucking Happy Madison cast is yeah. here. They're there, all here. there are a couple people here that I was bummed were like told, like used in the wraparounds. You know, like Chris Rock. Exactly, hundred percent. Chris Rock would yeah. have loved for him to have been in the movie more. Definitely, and um, would have been happier if uh, Rob Schneider was in the wraparounds. <laughs> but I kind of get why. <laughs> yeah, he's that's not. true. If we had flip flopped the two of them, that would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
or Nick Swartzen if we could have. Uh... You know, Nick Swartzen's. I mean, obviously, yeah, I'd rather have. Um, honestly, even like David Spade, who's in the wraparounds, I'd rather had him yep. there than Nick mm-hmm. Swartzen. Yep. But Nick Swartzen's not bad in this movie. He is like. Um, he's used as as you should use him if you're gonna use him which is to yeah. you know just having him get hurt yeah lot. well he he's like he is a foil for sandy wexler like yeah. he's just an a client of sandy wexler's who's mad that sandy wexler isn't like taking him seriously and like sucks mm-hmm. yeah because sandy wexler's whole thing is that he's like a, a kind of a dick he, he's like a liar a huckster. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. This might be three strikes. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Say, yeah, James, we're done. Man. But he's, uh, yeah, he he's always like playing the game, you know, playing it up, pretending he's getting phone calls from famous people, and well, you know, he's and, gonna make his clients feel good. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, he's always playing people and 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 lying to them and stuff. Not in like a necessarily devious or mal- like malicious way. It's not a malicious bone in this man's body. Yeah, he's really not. Uh, he, he's just like trying to make him feel good and trying to help them genuinely. Um, but Nick Swartzen really just gets mad at him mm-hmm. and isn't playing like a goofy character. He's not eating, uh, sunscreen like he so famously does in pinch warmers. <laughs> yep. Uh, I don't know why, but I like, I remember that. Yeah. He's eating sunscreen. I just, movie. I just like don't really remember much of bench warmers. That's fine. I think yeah. that's the only thing I remember. Uh, yeah. if you want to talk about movies that are not going to hold up. <laughs> Yeah, Finch Warmers is on there. Well, I don't know. That was like um, no surprise. That was like when I was a kid, and and Bench Warmers was huge. Yeah, and uh, Napoleon Dynamite was huge. Oh yeah, and I just didn't really like. I mean, I, I, Bench I... Warmers. I feel like maybe I was correct about, but like Napoleon Dynamite's one of those movies I just never like I, clicked with at all. I also never really liked it. I did like Bench Warmers as a kid. Okay, fair I, enough. I I will throw myself on that. This is not to say I was watching good movies. I mean, I was like head yeah. over heels for like Mister Deeds. Mr. Yeah. Deed's probably better than Benchwarmers. Yeah. Don't know really anything about it, but probably better than Benchwarmers. John Stewart's in it. Oh, okay. I thought he was in Big Daddy. Ooh. Ooh. It is Big Daddy. It is Big Daddy. Oh, 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 oh. Big Daddy. Big Papa. Um, Which one's Mr. Deed's? Mr. Deed's the one where he gets... Um, Dylan, I couldn't he, tell you. I th- is he already rich or does he get rich? It doesn't matter. I think he gets rich, but honestly, I'm probably not right. Who, who cares? Um... But yeah, Nick Swartzen, I never really liked him. Um, they gave him that movie, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star. Yep. Famously one of the few movies to have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Not a huge Rotten Tomatoes guy, but I mean, it says a little something. Yeah. It, it's like, you shouldn't take the rating too seriously, but if it is zero, that's I mean, like that's that's like worth taking a second look at. It, like, it really oh, ultimately zero? is just like probability that you will like feel positively about the movie. Yeah. And so this is like, there's a 0% chance you're going to feel positively about Bucky Larson born to be a star. It's pretty crazy. Uh, but he's fine in this. Um, yeah. Pretty impressive. Um, some other, some other classic faces from around that, those like wraparounds. Um, and I'm looking at a list. I don't have a bad, so I, I, I don't have a cheating. better memory than, than Dylan Jones. Um, but some of these people I didn't need a list for, including George Wendt. Right. George Wendt. George went where? <laughs> no, George went. Sure. Do you, do you know? You know, I, I, you know what? I'm a little out of the loop. Uh, I was really hoping you you would, because you'd yell his name, but you didn't do it. I was trying to give you a little cue. Giving me a, a softball. Here. A little softball. Did you recognize him? No. He's a uh, Norm. Oh. He's Norm on Cheers. Do you recognize him? He's hanging out with somebody much more famous. <laughs> in yeah. The rap rods. I think it might be Conan. 
I'm not okay. sure. Yeah. Actually. Well, that's because when Conan's on screen, I'm just seething. Blind. With anger. <laughs> I'm absolutely blinded with rage. Yeah. Yeah. We should have been in Sandy Waxley. Yeah, we could have done better than Conan. Yeah. Do you think that we could get one of our very talented fans to CGI us into Sandy Wexler? 100% chance. So it's like all the famous people talking about him and then it's just us. If and... you can do a deep fake of us no over, deep fakes. over no Norm. Deep fakes. Oh, right. We're anti-deep fake. No, just fully. We'll, we'll record something in front of a green screen so you can CGI us in. Everybody's going to be dressed all fancy for the wedding because it's right. a wedding. We'll be wearing um, band t-shirts. And we'll just, yeah, we'll just be like really casually dressed. And we'll be like, yeah, Sandy Wexler, he was a uh, guest, the first guest on Steven Destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He, he represented us. He represented us. After being our guest. After being our guest. <laughs> he um, came on, loved the show so much. It actually got him into being an agent. Yeah. When he wanted to represent us. Um, some famous names include Dana Carvey. Yep. Henry Rink. Rink- Henry uh, Rollins. Henry Rollins. Oh, man, hell yeah. Ian Mackay. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All the uh, Gigi Allen. <laughs> yeah, Gigi Allen was there. All the big ones. Yep. Uh, CG him in. <laughs> Glenn Danzig's there. Yeah, yeah, Glenn Danzig. Had to have Glenn Danzig. Yeah, you gotta have Glenn Danzig. Yeah. Uh, John Lovitz, of course. Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice was course. in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kimmel is in there. Kimmel is in there. You got all the late night big Where ones. Where was Andy Samberg? Um... Why didn't Andy Samberg come to Sandy Wexler's party? I guess that's a good question. I don't know. Um, Judd Apatow is nice right, in there. Yeah, Another Judd one Apatow that's like, you know, not not every viewer who tunes in for the Adam Sandler film is going to get it. But, you know, the, the James big... Barrett's in there are like, hey, yeah. I know him. He's a big deal. Yeah, hey, funny people. Um, funny people, which I've watched recently. Actually, after Hubie Halloween, I was like, let me dig back in here. Holds up. I have to watch it again, but I, I remember Funny People. Funny People for me is like, I can tell how, like, vaguely how old I was when I watched it because I didn't like Funny People. So uh, I was like 10 or 11 when I saw it. I, yeah, it's it's still my favorite Judd Apatow and still my favorite Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, I don't know. I might have, might be punched drunk love. But regardless, yeah. uh, I really like it. You know, it's from like 2009. They're throwing that F word around a whole lot. <laughs> It's, right. it's not perfect it's rough but for the most part it still holds up yeah um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones though in the film sandy wexler um he's not in the uh the wraparound but arsenio hall's in this in this movie which, yes which i was i, I liked, I liked to yes arsenio. arsenio's in it um you got you get a lot of the classics in there um kevin the kevster my favorite of the Happy Madison crew. Agreed. A hundred percent. Yeah. The Kevster's back. We love him. We love him. Needed more Kevin James. He is mm, maybe my favorite part of the whole movie. He he's really good at this movie. <laughs> yeah, he is he's very really funny good. He movie. plays a ventriloquist. Who <gasps> is, is he I think it, I I really want to know if he's doing that himself on set. I do they, too. Because that's like a, a that is an ability that if Kevin James possesses, I was completely unaware. I know, and he's know. good at like good enough to where it could be ADR. Yeah, <laughs> like to where I might have to believe that it is. I would really like to know. Yeah, um, mail us. Let but, us know. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, if you are listening, please come on the show. Yeah, Kevin, I swear oh to God, God, we will talk you about know what? whatever you Genuinely, want. Genuinely, if I, if I could have one guest on Steven Destroy, do, doesn't matter what movie we're talking about we'd fuck the movie yeah and we Kevin would talk James. about whatever you want we do not obviously yeah. we don't have to talk about steven if you like a steven movie we'll do an episode on a movie we've already done 
Yeah. Whatever you want. If we could get Kevin James on and talk about Out for Justice. Can you imagine? I'm about to cry. I'm oh literally. Yeah, you're cheering up. I'm I, watching. I'm actually about to cry. No, In a way that is throat. I'm now a little concerned. Yeah. No, genuinely, nothing would make me happier in life than if Kevin James were sitting in a room with us. Can't stress about... enough to the audience how literally on the verge of tears. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, folks, I'm looking across the room at James Fair right now. He's wiping his eyes. <laughs> I would love to Kevin, please. Yeah, uh, we got to get a campaign drain cleaner so I get really sick and can have a make a wish. <laughs> I would do anything to have Paul Kevin, Blart Mall Cop on this show. Kevin, anything. we won't even we won't call you Paul Blart. We will call you whatever we'll, you want. We'll call him King James. We'll call him King. We'll call him Doug. We'll call him stuff from other things he's we'll done. We'll call him the Zookeeper. Oh God, I would call him Zookeeper all night long. Because um, it would be a very long recording right, We'd be here for nine hours We'd be here for so fucking long I would never let him leave He'd be like guys this was a lot of fun But I really gotta go home I have kids <laughs> Yeah You know But we, yeah, yeah If uh, if we could have any guest Any guest in the whole world Honestly yeah probably It'd be Kevin James. I really think it would yeah. I Oh man Yeah It's funny too I didn't even watch that many If any Kevin James movies When I was a kid Like this I mean, is it, truly Just like an as I got older I for some reason love kevin james i yeah i really don't know if i watched any because i again like I'm, if i'm not watching sandler how am i seeing kevin james never watched king of queens genuinely paul blart is the first one i would watch that like on road trips with my family i never even really saw that until um two came out and we watched two and two became a whole thing yeah because i had forgotten about it when two came out so then it was like a ha we'll go make fun of this kevin james movie yeah and it and you know it's not like a great movie but like PBMC 2 has a very special place in my heart. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Um, Colin Quinn is in this movie for kind of like some reason. He's an interesting choice. I don't know if he's a like a Happy Madison staple. Yeah. Um, Terry Crews is, I think, but I don't know yeah. from what. But I just feel like he is. Um, is, is he in Hubie Halloween? Is he? Is he in The Longest Yard? That sounds right. I think he's in The Longest Yard. That sounds right. Yeah. I th- I saw like part of that as a kid. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, but it seems like a movie he would be in. There's a lot of football players in the longest yard, if I remember right. That adds up. Yeah, there's like a lot of like real NFL players. That really or, like, would make sense. NFL play- if I remember right, I have to look at the cast list. But <laughs> yeah, only Long I get to do that. Good. Sure. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe I haven't I, seen I, it I, since I was a young young man. <clears throat> I uh, I liked. Sandy Wexler. I do have some notes um, of some good bits that I really liked. Yeah, I um, I have my three or four favorite Sandy Wexlers and on I'm gonna, here. I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. If you are interested in watching Sandy Wexler, do it. Yes. And don't keep listening. We don't get to do this very often. Yeah, don't let us spoil it for you. Come back. Come enjoy Sandy if Wexler you with us. Or one of those people who's stupid <laughs> and boring. And thinks Adam Sandler sucks and immediately writes him off because he's made some very, 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 very big stinkers. Very. Some, I, like, I get We've it. had Jack and Jill. We we know. We've had the Jacks and the Jills. We've had um, the Grown Ups 2s. Yeah, and really Grown Ups 1. I, I haven't seen that one, but I have seen Grown Ups 2. <laughs> it's abysmal. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, we know he phones it in. But no, if you are, if you are one of those people, um, I get it. 
but maybe give Sa- we'll probably won't like Sandy Waxler honestly if you're already he does like, a voice it's like you're he does not do a voice like but we're gonna talk about it because there are some moments I think it really pays off well the, here's the thing about the voice yeah compared like he isn't doing a Hubie Halloween voice oh yeah he's just doing like a voice you know mm-hmm. like a vocal affect and that's it's true yeah um and and that's part of why I was able to like Sandy Waxler so much is because. The character of Sandy Wexler is like, it's kind of okay to laugh at him. And because, I mean, he is like a very sweet guy, but he is still like really just really, really turning it on. The way he just lies about shit was really funny to me a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, you can laugh at that, you know? Definitely. Whereas with Hubie Halloween, it feels really weird when we're trying to laugh at Hubie. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, Hubie yeah. feels like a, a, a slippery slope. Does not feel good. Yeah. Do not like that. Yep. Um, but Sandy Wexler in that voice, that character, you can laugh at that man. He's funny. He's a he's a regular goofball. It's a regular old goofball. He's a regular old goofball. And let's talk about some of the funniest moments from Sandy Wexler. Yeah. You got four, you said? I've got a few on here that I like. Um, I don't know why I thought specifically uh, I, I, four. I, I didn't count. I think it's five, maybe. Five? All right. Here, we're, it's time for our new segment, Sandy Wexler's Hot Five. <laughs> One of them wasn't a laugh moment, but it's fine. Oh, um, is it I bad? Saw, I wanted to, no, it was um, about, something, about something very stupid and like a childlike excitement that, that counts. I got at one point. That counts movie. for the Sandy Wexler Hot Five coming in at number five. So early in the movie, uh, when he sees Jennifer Hudson for the first time. She's in the film. She's in the film. She's great. She is great. She's a very good singer. Extremely She's good. not wearing any cat makeup. Yeah, big plus. Big plus. Um, or big minus, depending on... Yeah, depending on your fetishes. Yeah. But um, she does still dress as an animal. She is a swan uh, early in the film. Yeah, and the producers of Cats saw this. And they're like, <laughs> like, she's perfect. That's when they realized they needed to make a Cats movie like, in the oh first my place. Like, oh my god, we could draw fake whiskers on this woman. It'll... Yeah, what if she had whiskers? Yeah. Um, so she's singing a song about uh, ducks or whatever. And mm-hmm. Sandy Wexler's just hamming He's up. having the time he, of his life. He He's taking loves it. one of his client's kids to the amusement park. Right. For the day. For the day. He, and he is having the time of his life so with excited. this song about ducks. Because she's so powerful. She's such a powerful singer. Such a powerful singer. And the kids not enjoying it anywhere near as much as Sandy Wexler is. They're enjoying it. And that's what makes it funny is that mm-hmm. the kids are enjoying it, but Sandy Wexler's on 10. Yeah. Anyway, so the show ends and he goes up to her and he says, like oh wow that was really great you're such a great singer and like all that stuff and jennifer hudson says like yeah i mean it's corny but it's fun and then sandy wexler <laughs> says corny that had an edge and that made me laugh a lot <laughs> that, i like how to pause no it's really good <laughs> yeah it's really funny um one of my favorite moments maybe my favorite ever uh <laughs> in any movie of all time no just my favorite moment from being alive <laughs> okay yeah um Come shortly after that when um so i don't know why but steven uh, oh my god <laughs> oh no that's the fourth i don't know why but steven yeah um no earlier in the the movie um he he uh, he lives on a mansion that rob schneider in Brownface lets him live right. in the guest house of yeah <clears throat> just to get, things we don't like about Sandy just Wexler. to get really like the worst part of Sandy Wexler aside from Conan um, out of the way <laughs> right Conan one step below Brad <laughs> yeah sure below um, the the house has these like dogs I think they're like Dobermans I don't know I can't tell dog breeds yeah they're big scary dogs I can't tell dog breeds 
and I can't tell kids' ages. Um, two things about me. Yeah. Um, and he he's going home, and he gets like chased by the dogs and yells something at them about how he's like the king of Hollywood and they need to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And then when he get when he gets to his house, the uh, client with the children are there, and the children later he um in that scene he says something about how he's not the king of Hollywood and the girls are like, but you just said it to the dogs. And he's like, no, I didn't. And he does shit like that the whole movie. And every time he does something like that, like just immediately denies something he said or did. I was laughing out loud. Yeah. Um, and, and, and <laughs> like, it was like, uh, it didn't even make sense to me why I found it so funny. Cause I just kept doing it over and over again. And it was so simple. He would just be like, I never said that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, when he goes to see Jennifer Hudson, he's talking to her, and one of the little girls is just like, he's the king of Hollywood. Um, so, so she thinks I said that to the dogs, but I didn't. <laughs> and it really got me. And it's like the first one of those. Yep. Uh, it really fucking got me. Oh, uh, God. All right, you want number two? Number two. Or we, no, number four. Number we're four. Way up. Right, working our way up. So, But they're chronological. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Sandy is... um. Uh, Stan- Sandy goes to a fancy studio. So Jennifer Hudson records a demo, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like Capitol Records is like all about it. They're, yeah, they're, they've signed. Uh, they're gonna sign Jennifer Hudson. So they're and showing her it's, around. Uh, run the the guy in charge is a uh, Lamorne Morris from a uh, New Girl. Couldn't couldn't place him. He's from New Girl. From New Girl, as yes, he is. He's good in New Girl. He's good in general. I really like him. Um, I was excited to see him in the film. And so, so they go to Capitol and, and they, they show him around this like really fancy, like really nice studio with, uh, you know, all these like fancy, like wooden panels on, on the walls. And, um, it's where we, it's just like where we record Steven Destroy. Yeah. Same studio. Same studio. And they rented out our studio to shoot Sandy Wexler. Technically this is a conflict of interest. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? But there's what are you going to do? Turn it off? <laughs> yeah. But there's all these wooden panels on the wall. You got to turn it on to, tune, to turn it <laughs> Sandy off. Sandy Wexler goes up to all, and, and I don't know how to describe them. They're like, uh, slats, like on a window or something where you can like pull them yeah, out. Isn't and it like them soundproofing? Back. Yeah. They're like soundproofing. Or, uh, acoustics. Acoustic stuff. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Yeah. So Sandy, Sandy Wexler goes up to each individual panel and starts smacking them against the wall. He's slamming them. He's slamming them. And he says, he says, how many of these you got in here? Just, I know. You know what, guys? It's like we shit talk these, these, these Steven Seagal movies and you might think like, oh, we have this like really like advanced taste in movies or, or something. Or we're like snobby. We're like real snobs. Yeah, we're That's real what snoots. I mean. We're real snoots. No. Adam Sandler smacks the shit out of a wall I, I and says, "How many? <laughs> how many of these you got in here?" And it drew it threw me over the edge. I I really liked Sandy Wexler. Uh, my, I'm liking it the more I talk about it. The, the, my number two comes very shortly after my or my number four, <laughs> shortly after my number five. Yeah. Um, and is later when he's talking to Jennifer Hudson and trying to convince her to hire him, and he's like listing off all the people. Um, that like came from from noble beginnings mm-hmm. you know because she started out this amusement park and's like i'm just sitting at this amusement park and he's like well all these other people you know came from nowhere and he says liza minnelli used to sing in a coal mine and Jennifer responds, wasn't her mother judy garland <laughs> and he just goes no that's made up <laughs> and it's again it's basically the exact same as my first one yeah. it's really just him again saying yeah. something's not it's true just a, it's a good bit it's yeah. a good bit it's yeah. a good bit this movie's like pretty long 
It's like two hours and ten minutes. It is. It's too long. It's... I don't. I don't agree with you, Dylan. <laughs> I don't agree. I yeah, enjoy. That's fine. Every moment of Sandy Wexler, and they do that bit for 130 minutes, and by minute 130, I'm laughing at it still. Still good. It's still good. Um, all right, we're gonna get to the one that like maybe made me laugh the the hardest in the whole film. Number three. Um, it's it's kind of the whole scene, but there is one moment that I'm gonna specifically point to. But at some point, so like uh, Adam Sandler and and uh, Jennifer Hudson are like kind of on and off throughout the movie. They they, well, they have... never really actually well until like the very end. They never really have like an actual relationship, mm-hmm. but it's real flirtatious. Very flirtatious. Uh, it is established that Adam Sandler very much has feelings for. Her. Yeah, it's very obvious. And uh, so at some point she moves. I think it was after she goes to New York. Um, and Adam Sandler's sad and lonely. And so he decides to go to see his his neighbor who has made sexual advances uh, towards him before. Yeah, he's got a uh, horny old lady neighbor. Mm-hmm. And Adam's like, you know what? It's time. It, you know what? I'm feeling lonely. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see her. I'm just gonna see what it's about. Yeah. So Adam goes. Uh, Sandy Wexler goes across the street to go check it out. She's ready for him. She says, "I didn't think you'd come," which is completely psychotic because she's been doing this for months. No, I don't think it's. I mean, she hasn't she, been doing it for months, so I don't think it's psychotic at all. It's so, pretty reasonable. But no, the fact that she would like stand by the door because she's at the door. She's ready for. Oh, it. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't know how many people she's she's doing <laughs> That's that true. to. How many people she's told? She's telling dudes at the grocery store. Yeah. If this the lights at the tennis court are on, this lady is so horny. She's so horny. But so we'll find out why soon. She's so horny. And so, Adam Sandler's like, you know what? That's fine. I think she asked him what he wants to drink. He says, like, water or something. She just pours him whiskey. It's very clear. It's time to get it on. I think he says something, like, goofy, silly. He says something goofy. I yeah. think he says, like, a juice He wants, something. like, orange juice or something. It's pretty good. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> you want orange juice? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But I was going to say, um, I love Sandy Wexler. And so um, she starts, like, dancing for him and stuff. And uh, the first moment was that Sandy, Sandy like, claps for her while she's, <laughs> she's doing it. Which is really good. And um, Sandy does this like almost like um, Super Mario laugh uh, throughout the movie. He does this like, ha ha! It's like fake and it's like... Yeah, and it's like a bit that it's a fake laugh. And everybody's like, Sandy would fake laugh at people who are actually funny and stuff like that. (laughs) And um, so at some point, and you know, of course the joke is that Sandy has like a really annoying voice. And and so the woman says to him, um, I love your voice. And Sandy goes, ha ha! <laughs> and she's like on him and like, you know, kissing him and trying to take his clothes off and stuff. She's like, I love your voice. He's ha ha! I lost it. Lost my goddamn mind at that one. And then Adam Sandler asks where the woman's husband is. <laughs> and we look across the room. And this man, this comatose man, is comatose, almost comatose man, is just uh, this vegetable almost of a man is. Uh, Reaching his hand out <laughs> across his hospital bed with a horrified look on his face, trying to stop his uh, his wife from having sex with uh, Sandy Wexler, and it was like jarringly like scary when I saw this man's face. Uh, this whole scene is insane. I, it's I a, love it's this scene. it's very over the top. I mean, and in a good way. I, I it's yes, no, it I love works really scene. well. Yeah, but the best scenes in the movie. for the most part, Sandy Wexler's pretty tame. In terms of like, it's relatively down to earth, you know. Mm-hmm. So when it goes really just like absurd like that, it it hits pretty hard. It's a very good scene. Yes. <clears throat> um, my number three 
is uh, Jennifer <laughs> Jennifer Hudson calls Steven to her. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Struggling. Yeah. Um, Adam Sandler, <laughs> Sandy, if you will, to her house because she heard a weird noise and he's outside with a bat creeping around, looking around. <laughs> yeah. And a raccoon leaps out at him and he hits this raccoon with this baseball bat and pops it like a balloon. <laughs> like a fucking like a water balloon. <laughs> Just, yeah. This thing fucking explodes blood everywhere and it is wild. It is exactly yeah. one of those moments where the movie just like goes for like a pretty standard kind of like tame period piece mm-hmm. to this man just executing a raccoon. Blood all over his it's, jacket. Yeah, he's covered in blood and he goes to her door just fucking coated in blood. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's something about just hitting a raccoon with a baseball bat so hard it explodes. Like a fucking pinata. Yeah, that just really <clears throat> connects with you. Number two. How about, uh, how about Mr. Mutton hanging himself with, his, with all of his ventriloquist dolls? Yeah. And then uh, Kevin James finding out the good news. This, this is Kevin James' big this, competitor. This is actually my number two, I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it. And Kevin James getting excited that Mr. Mutton has killed himself. Yeah. And and uh, t- all, this is, I think it was one of the first times that he utilized Kevin James having his puppets talk for him in a way that's like in another movie very threatening and even in this movie very threatening yeah um that's really like my big takeaway from it is uh kevin james just being a fucking psychopath in this movie but talk about this scene a little bit yeah i i like it um yeah mr buttons has a tv show kids show and his death implies that now this role is open for kevin james and the thing that i really liked about it is he busts into the room with kevin james and all his puppets and is like good news mr button's dead and Kevin James's response is, "Oh my God, you killed him!" <laughs> and it was it was really good. I really liked it. Yeah, but um, then he says, "No, it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> he killed himself." <laughs> yeah. Um, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Weird Al. Weird Al. Sure. Alfred. This I got goosebumps. But I yeah. Saw Weird Al. That it's actually um pretty effective. Like with Hubie Halloween, a pretty effective twist. Not so much like as much of a twist as Hubie Halloween. But earlier in the movie, it's established that he doesn't want to get too close to his clients because he had a uh, old one who um, got so famous and then left him behind and just mentions mentions him as Alfred. And my mind's racing, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously Alfred's going to show up in the film. Right. <clears throat> so I'm like, who's Alfred? Is it somebody else who's playing somebody named Alfred? All the all the big ones are here. Um kevin we've already seen kevin we've already seen chris rock and and david spade so i'm like well who's gonna be alfred i've looked at the cast list of this movie think in my head i knew weird al was in this movie and he shows up (laughs) he shows up at the end uh when basically it's like kind of like the like almost the climax of the movie because he's he talks to sandy wexler and makes him realize the error of his ways um so sandy wexler's already at his lowest point weird al shows up and I'm literally just like, oh, wow. Yeah. What is Weird Al doing here? And do not put it together until the movie has him call Weird Al Alfred. Yeah. I did not. I Like, I didn't put it together at all until the movie explicitly told me. Yeah. And I was very impressed by that magic trick. Which I, I know just spelling it out makes <clears throat> me sound dumb as hell. But yeah. Like... I mean, it's similar to me. Because I, then I stopped thinking about it for most of the movie. Yeah. Like, like they, I really did forget about it, too. 
Yeah, and just, I don't know, man. Let's do Weird Al. I get excited. Mm-hmm. I just love Weird Al. What a great fucking dude. He's a dude. good dude. I love Weird Al. And so, my little honorable mention for Was Weird this Al. your number five, or it was an honorable That was an honorable mention. Or number one. So, number one, then. <laughs> All right, yeah. Number one. I probably have an honorable mention. Kevin, Kevin James ventriloquisting Adam Sandler. Yeah, ventrilo- <laughs> ventriloquizing Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's magic. Yeah. Uh, Sandy has a heart attack. Yep. Before their big meeting where he's going to negotiate getting Kevin James the role on the show. So Kevin James has to work Adam Sandler like a ventriloquist dummy, moving him around and talking for him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is a really good moment of the two of them being a comedic duo yep. that I actually don't think I've ever seen. It's yeah, probably the strongest I've seen them on camera together ever. It's very funny. Both yeah. of them are good. And, and they're great. They, they haven't had a lot of strong moments is kind of half of the point of yeah. that. But this was actually a pretty strong scene. Uh, this was pre- pretty damn funny. It's very good. I'm a, I was a big fan. Um, also, like, just one of those, like, wild moments. Oh, like, yeah, it's like, insane. To just be like, my favorite part of this film is when Kevin James works at him Sandler like a puppet. <laughs> which sounds a, a lot dirtier than it is. It yeah. Sounds like we're getting a little blue. Yeah. Take the kids out of the room. Yeah, come on, man. But no, it's it's very funny. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of this scene. This would be my my number one, I guess. Um or my honorable mention, either one, uh, because this and no, this is my honorable mention because my number one is my favorite part of the movie. I know I said the thing with the dogs was, but I was lying. Um, I don't even like regardless. <laughs> I'm not gonna rearrange my ranking of moments. Also, we've been going chronologically, yeah. but um, the the film ends with Mike Judge calling Sandy Wexler like over the credits. Uh, it's just the the sound of the phone call, but he calls Sandy Wexler as Beavis and Butthead, mm. and the whole joke is just Sandy Wexler thinks Beavis and Butthead are real people that he wants to represent. Yeah, and it is so fucking funny. I I loved everything about this. The whole joke that they're trying to like. That he just thinks they're real people is very funny, and he's like, uh, they're being crass to him, and he's just. <laughs> Like, well, why would you say that to me? Uh, but at one point he says to like, I don't know, fucking Beavis. He's like, you don't sound so good. Tell me where you are and I'll come pick you up. <laughs> it was really fucking funny. I I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Definitely. Great film. 10 out of 10 stars. Um, Sandy Wexler is, is fun. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um. <laughs> My issues with Sandy Wexler are as follows. Mm-hmm. One. One. Conan. 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 Two. Rob Schneider and Brownface. Rob Schneider and Brownface is really rough. Three. Um, actually, everything Rob Schneider does in this movie is creepy and weird. Yeah, he's he, take him out. The movie is, yeah. a, I guess, are, <clears throat> I guess too long because you could chop that out and you be just fine. chop all the Rob Schneider. Um, he's out. the guy who owns the mansion where he lets where uh, Sandy Wexler lives. Yeah, Sandy Wexler lives there. And there's a scene where he like finds out that. Um, Rob Schneider watches him and they like have a conversation over the intercom. <sighs> Take it out. It does nothing. It's yeah. pointless. It's not funny. It's not funny. Um, it's a little creepy. Um, Rob Schneider won me over. A, well, he didn't win me over, but he, he earned some points in Hubie Halloween. Right? Me. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny in Hubie you know, Halloween. All that goodwill kind of loses kind of kind of loses but then it again here. it's almost like he won it back because Hubie Halloween is after Sandy Wexler. So in the grand scheme of things... He's, he's won back some No, favor, no. 
No, because if we're talking chronologically, he just dug himself out of the hole. Right. Okay. Oh. So he's back at zero. No, he's still in the hole. Okay. <laughs> he's in the hole. He's in the hole. Um, other things, uh, there are, there's like a couple of bits that they have Sandy do that I don't love. Um, I don't like the whole, uh, pull all your money out of Macintosh like type of jokes. Oh like, yeah. Just there, like, there, oh, there, he there doesn't know what's of, going on. Like, there are a good amount of jokes where, um, it's like, haha, it's the nineties and we don't know how things are going to change. Yeah. Um, like there's a joke in there some somewhere where they talk about blockbuster video and how it's not going anywhere. Right. Like that shit. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. Get so, it out. It's, it's not, not it's very good. funny. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's, it's not perfect. There are still Dylan, the, the party pooper moments. Jones well, you had know, to come the, in. The people need to know what's what, what they're getting into. Yeah. That's what we do around here. I know. We're watching Sandy Wexler. So you don't have to, if you don't want to. Although we would suggest you watch it. Well, not if you don't want to. I think that if you don't think you'll like Sandy Waxler, you shouldn't watch it. But if you're like... I disagree. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Do whatever you want. Yeah, do... <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's Sandy Waxler. That's the Youngie movie. It's Steven Destroy. We do a Steven Seagal podcast normally. Yeah, you can check that out at TalkFilms.com <laughs> <laughs> slash Patreon. Yeah. Or no, that's not right. I, <laughs> other I'm, way around i'm completely out of it i'm um clearly well you had to watch the onion movie, I had to like, watch the onion in, movie. in recent memory and ever in my life yeah. i maybe that's maybe i have seen it and i just completely put it out of my mind you i were just lucky totally and now you've spoiled it forgot it i know i was given a second chance and i blew it yep um but i mean the movies the onion movie's bad steven seagal bad he actually does get to do like a moralizing kind of like steven seagal speech at the end of that movie which i'm sure he loved i'm sure he loved um but like fuck the onion movie um fuck the onion movie uh i can't think of what the opposite of that would be for sandy wexler um you know other short of saying fuck like sensually Mm -hmm. and i decided i didn't want to do that bit consensually well yeah okay you know what? Consensually, either way, yeah. we don't we don't we don't advocate for for anything. This is a else. really good episode. <laughs> we're so good at this. <laughs> we love podcasting, and we're good and at we're it. Good at it. Because why would we do it if we wouldn't? If we one didn't love to do it, if right. we didn't love to do the show, mm-hmm. and we're so excited to do the show, and two weren't so good at it, yeah. and had lots of listeners who appreciated it. Yeah, and we have both. We have both um, the listeners and the liking. Mm-hmm. Um, the two L's of the two your L's. business. That's all you need. Yeah. They say if the you got listeners and the likes. If you got the yeah. listeners and you like to do it, you're you're set for life. Um, that's the third L. Let's do some IMDb trivia, I guess. I like don't want to for the Onion movie. Right. Like, there's some of these where I don't want to because it's um I don't know. I I don't want to do it because like I don't want to acknowledge the existence mm. of the youngin movie so far as to do that right um our imdb trivia for pistol whipped was for a long time the studio was contemplating a spinoff focusing on the priest character's venture into stand-up comedy called the crass clergyman and this was approved it's imdb for you yeah it's true it's so true of course it was approved um do you, do you want to do some onion movie trivia you want to you want to pop one in? I mean, I feel like we, we, we like have to, to a degree, but I mean, like, yeah. what do you want to say? I mean, the movie's bad and there's not really any part of it that I want to have fun with. Yeah. 
Hence this incredibly All I could <laughs> think of was uh, dry episode of Steven Destroy. All I could think of is when Steven heard that his character would be called Cock Puncher, he started kicking the shit out of chickens on a regular basis to prepare for the role. But that's bad because that's animal cruelty, and he actually did animal cruelty. <laughs> he didn't actually do animal cruelty. We have used that as the basis of jokes before. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I mean I we'll keep it Steven centric. Yep. The obvious one is that Steven didn't know it was the Onion movie and he thought he was in a movie called Cock Puncher. What if Steven thought he'd be voicing the an Onion? Because that's what I thought he'd be doing. Okay. Because that's nice and easy. It's a thing that it's a thing that happened in the episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is a thing that happened in the episode. I forgot about our classic our, bit. That's going to be argument. That's yeah. Our big meltdown. Yeah. That's going to be the one that. Uh, Wins us that iHeartRadio podcast award. Best argument. The uh, the presenter is going to be up there and be like, we all remember where we were when James <laughs> and Dylan had their first on-air argument. You know, they got along so well throughout the show. There are some shows where the hosts bicker and uh, have a, a real rough banter, but they always got along. And then, you know, the Onion movie, it came and tore them apart. Yeah. And uh, we all remember where we were. Now, we'll say that Stephen thought he was going when Steven first when Steven was first offered a role in the onion movie he thought he would be voicing an animated onion called cock puncher called cock puncher <laughs> sure um or Steven thought he would be Steven thought it would be an animated movie in the style of Sausage Party, which came out approximately seven years later. Yeah, that's a one-way ticket to not get it on there. I though. don't agree. I think that that... When you bring up other movies, they usually don't put it on there. Oh, you think? I thought you meant like that Because I have to remember factual. the Chris Nolan thing. Yeah, that was Chris Nolan. This is Sausage Party. It's, well, some big people in Sausage Party. Yeah, but it's not like as big a deal as, what did I say, fucking The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> It was Seth Rogen's Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Seth. No, we Dark said that he made we, them we watch did it. Dark Knight Rises and Inception, I think. All right. All right. Fine. What if we said Steven Seagal? What if we say the Onion movie sucks so bad, even Steven Seagal doesn't like it? Yeah. Well, he hates all of his movies. <laughs> That's true. All right. What if but we said? I, I'm not against it. Then what if we said the Onion movie is so bad? Steven Seagal likes it. That Steven Seagal likes it. (laughs) There we go. There it is. All right. We figured it out. Time for me (laughs) to type. Time for me to type. Um, While I am typing up our trivia for this week, Dylan, why don't you tell the listeners about, um, why don't you tell the listeners what they've won? (laughs) Well, guys, I've got great news. Um, By listening to today's episode, you were entered into a raffle and the winner of that raffle uh, is everybody. Everybody wins a prize um, for listening to this week's episode. So your prize, I know you're wondering what it is. Um, I was wondering what it is too. There's a lot of preparation. They don't usually tell me because um, I usually I spoil it. I spoil it. I I don't have the password to the Twitter account because I spoil everything on there. So <clears throat> you're wondering what your prize is. Uh, the prize is actually that you get to keep listening to more episodes of Stephen Destroy forever. That's right. Forever. <laughs> you can listen to them over and over again and relive your favorite moments, like when I thought Dylan was lying about the Onion movie. Right. And um, all four times James got canceled today. All four times I got canceled today. Um, I've, I've submitted the trivia. 
Uh, I guess we're going to do sentencing. Yeah, know? I guess that's part of our show. We're going to go on to the sentencing. Did we do Hubie Halloween trivia? Like add to it? I don't think we did. No, it, it deserves better. Of, yeah, that's what I was going to say, out of respect. Yeah. Um, out of respect for a real movie. Yeah. Yeah, really. Um, so the Onion movie, we've already kind of talked about how you feel like Steven doesn't deserve to be like it's held tough. responsible. It's like there's a part of my uh, thought process for this that says that. It makes sense. I like, think, yeah, I, I, think, I think so. But at the same time, it's like if we look back on our sentencing and you see 15 years for the Onion movie or something like that, that's just not yeah, going to feel good. It doesn't feel good. So 250 years for Steven Seagal for his involvement in the Onion movie. 250 is for having a light, a light uh, involvement in the Onion movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you. I hated... I hated it. Mm-hmm. I get like he isn't really. He's arguably the best part of the movie. I don't know. There's <laughs> no best part of this movie. Yeah. There's no good part. It's all bad. Everything's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It belongs in the trash. It belongs in the dump. Doesn't even belong in the Walmart $5 bin. It, oh my God. No, you couldn't pay me $5 <laughs> to own this movie. If you are at the Walmart $5 bin and you see a copy of shadow man or shadow man or uh the onion movie or the onion movie pick shadow man bold i say pick neither yeah, yeah i mean in a perfect Save. world but this is not yeah. a perfect world right. James. you gotta buy one yeah you gotta get one you've already been browsing for too long if you yeah. don't pick one everyone's yeah, everybody's gonna, gonna, gonna make some... fun of you they're gonna say look at mr looky lou the <laughs> little peeping tom over here looking at all the movies yeah why don't you buy something yeah hey. why don't you buy something why don't you take some of that money out of your pocket and people do that. Yeah. Strangers. Yeah. They come up and they say, mm, anything good in here? And you say, mm, not really. Just look at it. And then they'll say, well, what about Shadow Man? Yeah. What about the Onion movie, huh? And you'll say, well, I don't, I don't really like that. And then they'll look you in the eyes and they'll say, you think you're better than Shadow Man? Hmm? You think you're better than me? Have you even seen Ticker? Yeah. How do you know it's not good? Yeah. And you'll say, I listened to Steven Destroy and they told me. They told me it wasn't. They told me no, no, no. They said no, no, no. I've actually listened to uh, two guys talk about all these movies from start to finish. Yeah. Say, well, you don't know. This is a good bit. Um, but what's your sentencing? Oh, uh, six thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this piece of shit. Yeah. And the Onion movie. All right. Um, I. <laughs> I gotta do some math now <laughs> yeah. to calculate Steven's new sentence. So, Dylan, um, why don't you tell the listeners um, what we're coming to take from their homes? So, this is a very exciting announcement here from Stephen Destroy. Um, there is something in the algorithm in Spotify that allows us to see the address from which you listen to our show from, and so we have compiled the top five addresses of the top five listeners. And we took two of them out because two of them are me and James. And for the other three of you, I'm not going to tell you your name so you can prepare. We are going to come steal a great deal of um, household items, plates, fine china, um, DVDs. Uh, most people don't want those anymore anyway. We love them. Um, and something, something secret. And you'll know when we take it. Oh, you'll know when we take it. Um. So Stephen's current sentence, including the life sentence he already deserves, 
is seven consecutive life sentences plus 19,468.5 years. Let's go, man. And, um, you know, something I realized, Mm. um, you know, we give the, the, like, sentences of, like, 250 years. Yeah. Arguably many life sentences. Yeah. But but for some reason, the saying of life sentence just feels so much. It just feels different. It just feels so much, so much more aggressive, you know, so much more powerful. Because then it's like, it doesn't matter how long you live. You're going to be there. Yeah. If you you made it 251 years. You're out. You're out. I know they don't think it's not likely, but it's possible. You can always hope. Yeah. You never know. You never know. 6,000 years. I mean, you're not going to live 6,000 years, but if you did, you could get out. Yeah. Life though. You could be immortal. You're going to be in there forever. Life, uh, life you never get out of. That's the one thing they say about it. Yeah. Life, there's no way out. Life, it's forever. Yep. Uh, okay. So, was there a motherfucker count this week? Uh, if there was, I didn't keep it. Boo. I don't think he did. I think he, he, he kept it clean. It. Yeah. Yeah. He, he thought it was a kid's movie where he's going to voice an onion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's like our show. <laughs> that is. We're gonna yeah. lose a thousand dollars if we stop right now. I, I think I'll accept it. Yeah, we'll take, take it. the fine. Yeah, we'll take the fine. Unless you want to plot your Alex Jones impression. No. No. You know not on the onion. Not on <laughs> the onion. Movie. A very different it's just it's just the wrong week. Yeah. Next week's kill switch. I which sounds like a return to form. Yeah. It does. I'm like looking forward to Kill Switch. <laughs> I am too, honestly. I'm like so. I am so ready to watch like a shitty Ugh, Steven Seagal movie versus whatever the fuck the Aggie movie is. I take it any day. I, I would take genuinely almost any movie, if not all of the movies we've watched, over the Onion movie. Easily, I, I really do agree. Uh, With exception awful. of that one, Flight of Fury. It maybe it was Flight of Fury. Flight Fury. I think it's Flight. That's, that was the one that was like really bad. Yeah, Flight Fury. The sex scene and everything. Yeah, Flight Fury is really rough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm with you there. Yeah. That's like the worst we've done. I yeah. think everything <laughs> else I would take over the end yeah. movie. Um. As I've said on the show, though, I'm not really here to rank crimes, and there really does legitimately feel like some elements of the Yugid movie that are like kind of criminal. I like. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, you know, like what constitutes hate speech. Yeah. But it just feels like, like <laughs> it's so aggressive. Hateful. Yeah. It's like, it's not, it's not like, oh, a little, little light ribbing or something like that. Like it is aggressive. It's, it genuinely does feel like kind of hateful. Like, <laughs> like, like there's it like yeah. some way we could probably get like it removed from amazon yeah especially like a current climate i I think we could do it i don't know if we necessarily are going to take it upon ourselves to do that no but it feels like uh there's maybe some hate speech going on in the onion movie the onion movie is fucking rough and especially knowing about the the producer now um Mm -hmm. even more rough yeah even it's like man yeah that just takes it to a whole other no yeah because so many of the jokes are are like um racist <laughs> yeah, explicitly like like yeah, and, racist and then, and then there are like jokes that are like where they talk to to people of the races that they've been making fun of and yeah. they're like how do you guys feel about this and they're mm-hmm. like we're upset and, the, and that's the joke yeah that is the joke is like haha we know that we're being racist yeah it's, it's like, like well if you know <laughs> yeah onion movie if you insane. know you're being racist because then it's like the onion itself 
a relative, a seemingly pretty left wing, uh, uh, comedic satire source. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Yeah. yeah, which is why I was watching this movie. I couldn't fucking believe it, because <laughs> I I like the onion quite a bit. Uh, yeah. uh, the Facebook and the Instagram and and the posts they're funny. Yeah. I like it. The website's funny. Yeah. Um, we just shared, I think, an onion post in our group chat not that long ago. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but the point is the point, you know? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like the onion. I don't know where it comes from. Um, the movie sucks so, so bad. bad it's so bad. It's guys, unbelievable. It so bad. Oh my God. Do not ever watch the onion movie. Wow. I, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Wow. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to call you guys motherfuckers today. Cause I feel like we're like. <laughs> We're like, uh, we've got something more like kindred and important going on right now, which is that like, I just like, I just can't be mean right now. I don't, I, yeah. I just can't say something aggressive. The onion movie has made me so upset. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna whimper away. Thanks for listening, friends. <laughs> thanks for listening to my show. Well, thanks for listening to yeah, my show. But for real. Um, Patreon.com slash talk film society. Uh, Steven destroy podcast at gmail.com steven seagal podcast at gmail.com steven seagal at gmail.com as of this recording not a single person has sent us an email no and i can't tell you how much it hurts so if you're listening to this right now send us an email yeah just i don't care what it says well we're not probably not gonna look at it because it will be like a year from now when we see it but send it over send it over anyway you never know it's true um yeah, you want to take it home? I don't know if there's anything else we do on this show. I don't. I'm so excited to n- not talk about the Onion movie next yeah. week. <laughs> uh, yeah. In that case, um, yeah. Thanks for thanks for doing this with us, guys. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty.